This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Well, that was the worst kept secret, wasn't it? Good afternoon. I'm Angela Cocott. Yes, it is a Wednesday afternoon and we have been talking about Jason Kenney and uh, finally announcing that he is going to be uh, taking a shot at the leadership of the Progressive Conservatives in Alberta. I know a lot of people thought that maybe he'd be replacing Stephen Harper, but at this point he is just talking about his intentions running provincially. And of course, we've been talking about this on all the shows and we always look forward to your feedback as well. But I also want to talk to Tim Powers. He is a pollster, communications strategist, vice chairman of SUMA. He joins us today. Hello, Tim. Hey, Angela. How are you? Is this a huge surprise to no one? <laughs> well, it's been telegraphed now for uh, for a few weeks, and I think um, you know Jason went through a bit of a soul searching exercise, which he was very public about on what he wanted to do federally, and uh, he's decided to come home. Uh, it makes a lot of sense to me if you know Jason and um, you know where his passions are, uh, and it's not an easy, not going to be an easy mission for him either. So. Kudos to him for giving it a go. It is not going to be a cakewalk. And if anybody thinks that, they are fooling themselves. Good, and I want to get into that. But I, I'm curious, though, because, you know, we're, we're talking about who's going to replace Stephen Harper, and there's been lots of names thrown out there. Jason Kenney at one point was on that list. Do you think that he has set that ambition aside, or he is just taking this opportunity to come back to Alberta? Uh, well, I, I think he's clearly set that ambition aside for now. Um, he also knows his political history, his Canadian history, as well as anybody does. And you, you can't point to any premier who has, uh, if he becomes premier, who's transformed themselves from premier to prime minister. So uh, he knows that history isn't with him in that regard. I, you know, I think uh, as was well documented a couple of weeks ago by uh, one of our colleagues in the, the National Post, and the stats really hit home for me. Jason's done something like 16. 16- Hundred hours of flying, two thousand hotel room nights. Um, uh, th- that's a lot. Uh, he's been doing this for tw- nineteen years, um, and I think you know. To be honest, uh, he and and other candidates recognize that. Uh, Justin Trudeau, for now, is in the catbirds federally. History would also suggest he's got a pretty good opportunity at repeating uh, victory in 2019. So if you're Jason Kenney uh, and you harbor ambitions, as Jason does, of uh, having a top job and, and playing a key role in the country, um, trying to be the Alberta Premier, though not an easier job, uh, or an easier route uh, is the choice that he's made. Yeah, I mean, and you're saying premier, and we haven't even got to the leader yet of the PC well, party. So you're many right. Too, yeah. right. I mean, I'd encourage all your listeners if they've not read it uh, to look at the column Tom Flanagan did today in the Globe and Mail. Tom, of course, is a friend of Jason's, a friend of mine. But in that, he really captured how much has to happen if. Jason is to become premier or any other candidate for that matter who is proposing merger. I mean, Jason first has to win the PC leadership race. Then yeah. he has to convince the PCs that they uh, that, that they need to change their approach. Uh, if he's successful in doing that, he then has to convince the Wild Rose uh, enough of their membership or find cooperation that they're inclined to do that, then they have to change uh, their constitution or have a vote to make it 
So, and then if there's a new party after that, like there was one federally, then there's another leadership race. So that's before you even uh, run as a United Conservative front against Rachel Notley. That's a lot to do between now and 2019. And maybe that's why you better start the wheels in motion now, because there is so much to do before the next provincial election. Well, I think Jason is smart to come out and say, look, here is why I'm running. He's not dancing around it. He's saying it uh, in an outright manner. Uh, And if he wins, he'll hope, uh, if he wins the PC leadership, he'll hope to win it convincingly so that he can then say to the members of the PC party and to the Wild Rose, I have a mandate to do this. And this is a different sort of leadership race than the one Jason's uh, been used to at the federal level. Your PC party convention uh, in, uh, in Alberta is an old school one, meaning there are going to be delegate selection meetings through 87 ridings. Uh, Jason's very good at signing up people and organizing politically, but his uh, most recent experience has been in the in the weighted uh, vote system, the one-member-one-vote weighted system, which is arguably a little bit easier to uh, engage people in. So it's it's a lot of work to uh, to do that. And, of course, he's being met with some resistance from PC members, and there's no surprise there. They argue that Jason was a closeted Wild Rose supporter, so he's going to have to deal with all of that. And I'm sure there will be candidates who will come out against them. So he, he, he hasn't taken an easy road just because he's come home to Alberta. Yeah, no kidding. And I'm glad you mentioned the Wild Rose connection, because even listening to his preamble before he finally said that he's going to be running for the uh, Alberta Progressive Conservatives, it almost sounded like he was saying the same things that Brian Jean has said when it comes to what the progressive or the right has to do to beat the NDP in this province. So my concern is that Really, it, it whatever Jason is selling, it sounds like it's already there in the Wild Rose Party. It doesn't sound like he's attracting more of the, the progressive side to really unite that right. Well, and he'll probably have to work on that a little bit because the rub against Jason, and yeah, I've seen a different Jason Kenny. I mean, Jason, some brand him as a, a staunch social conservative uh, who, uh, who who's not really that pragmatic and doesn't eschew sort of progressive values. Right. But you, you, you only need to look at the last conservative where we talked, uh, that conservative convention in Vancouver in May. Jason was one of the uh, members of parliament then saying, look, we had to get it together on the same-sex marriage vote. And whether that was deliberate or an evolution of thought, I don't know, but he's certainly on record as having having done that. Uh, so that, that may help him there. But this is not going to be easy. And there's all sorts of suspicion, don't forget, not just among the general public, but also among members of both parties, because there is still this stinging bit, and I get it when I go to Alberta, of what happened last time when uh, former Premier Prentice and um, your colleague Danielle Smith, uh, who I'm quite fond of, uh, did their deal, and people, for whatever reason, didn't find that deal palatable. And I think whether it be Jason or Brian Jean or any other candidate, if there is going to be truck and trucker trade on uh, on uniting the right, it's going to have to be as transparent as it possibly can be for people not to feel that it was a uh, an adventure and personal ambition.
Oh, yeah. And Danielle has been very vocal in saying we went about it the wrong way. And she even with uh, Jason's announcement today said, you know, with Prentice and her, they thought they could do it from the top down. Obviously, they couldn't. So they've really got to make sure that they are showing that they're going from the grassroots up. And so that'll be another challenge for Jason as well. And and here's the other thing. I'm glad you mentioned Jim Prentice, because that was my question. I wonder if Alberta... Alberta voters are starting to feel like we're getting the cast-offs from Ottawa because Jim Prentice, okay, I know I'm not going to be able to be the Prime Minister. How about I try Premier? You know, we've got Brian Jean, who, I mean, he's doing as best as he can as a Wild Rose leader, and now we get uh, another MP who says, okay, I, I don't see myself going any farther until Trudeau is gone. How about I try provincial politics? Yeah, I suppose you could see that and have that feeling. But in in fairness to both Brian and Jason, who I've known from their time here in Ottawa, I I mean, I think they've learned a lot. They've developed a lot of skills. They have a vast network of of people, both of them, who could be put to good use for Alberta. And they fought, both have fought hard here in Ottawa for Alberta. I I think they will, though, to your point, be um, uh, raked over the coals to be polite by uh, voters in Alberta, by members of those parties, to see if they are truly committed to the goals of those particular parties and the goals and and focuses of Alberta. Because there is a difference between being a federal politician and being a provincial politician, uh, and that can take uh, some change uh, to and time to adjust to all of that. So we'll see if they uh, they survive that change. Brian's done well so far. Uh, Jason's always proven pretty adept at managing the different political environments he ends up in. All right, hold on here, Tim. i got a lot more questions for you. Tim Powers is a pollster, communications strategist, vice chairman of Summa Strategies Canada. I'm Angela Cocott. You're listening to Calgary Today on Newstalk 770. Back after this. I am talking about Jason Kenney's announcement today that he will be uh, taking a run at the Alberta PC leadership race. Tim Powers is a pollster, vice chairman of Summa Strategies Canada, and Tim has spent a lot of time in Ottawa. And Tim, the reason I want your perspective... Don't hold that against me, actually. Don't hold that against <laughs> the listeners. Go ahead, anyway. And, and, and I know, you know, you have been in Ottawa, and that's why I wanted to, you know, find out your views on Jason's decision. Jason, in his speech referred to Ralph Klein a, a lot. And I'm wondering, though, and I, maybe this isn't fair to ask you because you haven't lived in Alberta, but you've watched politics right across this country. A, our province has changed a lot in yep. the makeup since Ralph days, since, since King Ralph days. And I don't know if if a politician is wise to always refer to the past because there's a whole new group of voters here that weren't around when Ralph Klein was around. But I think the true, absolutely true, and you certainly, uh, you know, the, the, the face of Calgary, like many cities, has, has changed dramatically in the last uh, decade or so. Um, but I, I think in, in the lore of Alberta politics, Ralph Klein is seen as a likable conservative who got things done, whether people were there when he was a premier or not, whether that's actually true or not, but political mythology is pretty powerful. And I think Jason will uh, will welcome that comparison and is trying to invoke that comparison because it helps take off 
some of the harder edges that people uh, like Sandra Jansen and Lukaskic, uh, Tom Lukaskic, and, and on, on others say Jason has. So he will try and evoke images of folksy, likable Albertan leaders in hopes that people will associate them with him, and uh, and then he'll try and behave in some manner like them, though I, I'm sure some of Ralph's uh, greater foibles Jason will try and avoid, although no, Ralph never seemed to even get in trouble when he got in trouble. Yeah, no kidding. It's almost like you have my list of questions in front of you, because my next <laughs> one was about Sandra Jansen, because, of course, as you know, when the rumors were going around about Jason Kenney, she was saying that, you know, she wouldn't stand for it. He's too much of a social conservative. And now, of course, it looks like she is also going to be running in the leadership. And that's my concern here. We're starting to get more division, whether it be Wild Rose members, Brian Jean, Jason Kenney, Sandra Jansen. I, I don't know how you go about even thinking of uniting the right in this province. You, but you, you need the mess. Honestly, if the federal example is applicable there, and again, I say go back and look at what Tom wrote today, uh, and he, he made the point, which was quite interesting, and I remember this because it was part and parcel of that exercise, uh, that you know, Stephen Harper won as being the guy who was going to hold the Canadian alliance together, at least for one election, whereas there were a bunch of uh, can- other candidates who were uh, promoting unity with the Conservatives. Joe Clark was then PC leader, then Peter McKay. To get to a place where you can be unified, you have to expunge all of the discontent, disharmony, uh, <clears throat> and find a place of unity. And, and it's messy. There's no two ways about it. And I think that mess, Jason's been through it before, and he's been in the middle of it, and he's comfortable dealing with all of the various elements that are going to come there. Because to have a united party, uh, Sandra's voice has to be heard. Lukaskic's voice mm-hmm. has to be heard. Brian Jean's voice has to be heard. And going through the debates and the leaderships and all of that, um, hopefully uh, they'll find there's less enmity and more unity. Uh, and I think that's you know the card Jason is trying to play. And really, the card he also has is just his years in politics, and even before that, the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. Yeah, listen, Jason is a highly skilled politician. You've you've identified correctly the things he's going to get out uh, uh, the, the rub on. Is he too much of a social conservative? Is he really a uh, you know a Trojan horse for the for the wild rose? Is he uh, has he been away too long from Alberta? Can he uh, stay interested in the grind of provincial politics, which sometimes can be a hell of a lot less exciting than uh, than federal politics? Um, and is he up for the fight? On the latter one, uh, there's no doubt that he is. I mean, the one thing even Jason Kenney's foremost critics will admit is the man is a workhorse, um, and he won't be afraid. He, if, 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 if this is about work rate, Jason Kenney has the potential to win on work rate. Not that the others are slackers. I'm not saying that. But, again, having seen it firsthand, I mean, that man, uh, when he was working for the prime minister uh, and when he was trying to put the party together with uh, Tom and other people, uh, was all over the place all the time uh, working to build bridges. And that's where mm. he also does have experience, too, which is why, yeah, this is not going to be an easy road for him. But he's put more disparate groups together, I would argue. Um, you know, the, the where I come from, the Atlantic Canadian Progressive Conservatives, the Ontario Tories, the Quebec PCs, uh, the Alberta Reformers, the, the British Columbia Social Credit, all of that he helped pull together under one big tent before. So he's not 
unfamiliar yeah. with multiple parties. Tim, I just want to give you, I mean, I'm getting lots of texts here, but I just want to show you how different opinions are. Um, one person here says, Kenny goes from the trough to trough. He's a Harper minion. He's a Harper minion, right? People will attach yeah, he'll him. He'll wear some of that. He'll wear absolutely. He will. But yet then the other one is finally a leader for the conservatives that has passion and courage we haven't seen since Ralph Klein. So I... I'm saying it. I know people who keep going on about Ralph, and I say this. If I say anything bad about Ralph, the text will light up. But I do think there is a whole new group of voters. And another text came in and said, all those voters will slither back east. We can take back Alberta. Long, <laughs> lean, long live King Ralph. We're, we're a different time now. And I think that's what really is going to be the challenge for anyone who leads the right and no reference to the blue-eyed cheeks. I was waiting for oh, that yeah. old reference. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, it puts us back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, agreed. But, again, don't forget, and, again, I, I don't say Jason is a shoe in to win this thing. There are a lot of, of, and I mean just the PC leadership, never mind the rest of it. Um, but one of the things Jason did do, uh, though not obviously evident to everybody, was he tried to take some of the harder edges off the Harper government and tried to bring in different uh, ethnic and cultural yeah. groups into the Conservative Party. And he's worked in urban centers all over the place, particularly when he was immigration minister. So he does understand the makeup of modern Canada and modern Calgary. So he, he in arguably has had more experience um, in, in bringing different groups together, representing the views of different groups at the cabinet table, trying to find common ground than anybody else in Alberta politics at the moment uh, because of what he did as immigration minister. You know, there's a part of me, and I'm hoping to talk to Brian Jean maybe later this afternoon, but there is a part of me that kind of feels sorry for him because he's doing his best to build this Wild Rose party, and every week either he's getting it from inside his party, as we saw with Derek Fildebrand, or people on the outside saying, come on, we can do better, you know? It's not an easy job, is it? It's not an easy job, but Brian is a is a capable guy too. He mightn't necessarily have the political skill set that Jason does, mm-hmm. but he's got a a tenacity and a backbone. I mean, you know, the, the poor man, uh, and I mean that in a respectful, not a demeaning way, has had to deal with so much personal tragedy oh. and has, you know, has soldiered forward uh, and always done it with a, a good and, and positive demeanor. I think he's earned credibility by the way he's handled both some of his personal tragedies, the way he's managed Fort McMurray through through that very difficult period, and dealt with a you know a fairly uproarious to be polite wild rose party yeah. so don't underestimate brian either he is no fool hmm. tim you're no fool either and we always like talking with you good to talk to you angela let's see who else gets in the race and how wild and crazy you can get this thing out there we, we want some wild west particularly with the stampede coming on <laughs> thanks tim Take uh, tim powers he is a vice chairman of summa strategies canada calgary today with angela cocott weekdays at three on news talk 770 calgary